You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting and anything to do with the television and film business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and in this episode, I have decided to dedicate this episode to talking about faith-based movies. So why have I decided to do this? I've seen a lot of them. And quite frankly, they're crap. And for good reason, they're crap. Because they don't have anything resonating with the audience. And they also have critics ripping Every single one of these fake-based movies that shreds. So, I am going to coach you on what to do or what to include in a faith-based movie if you are wanting to write a faith-based movie. So the first important thing or the only important thing you need to know is you need to focus all efforts on the core message or the lesson from scripture that you want to convey in the faith-based movie. You want to make it profound because there's nothing more annoying than a faith-based movie that is preachy that is too controlling, that is too condescending, that is too cliche, that is predictable, characters are flat, yada, 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 plethora of problems. My goal here is to help you put together a movie that is profound, that resonates in the public, and draws... Less criticism. Now, to help you do this, like I said, the first important thing is you focus on the lesson or the message. Whether or not this message comes from yourself, from your personal relationship with your faith, and your personal relationship with the God of that religion. Focus on the message and the lesson, because every scripture has a lesson to teach, an important lesson to teach. Find that lesson and roll with it. What you want to do here is you want to mold your characters, your story, and everything else in the faith-based movie around that message. You want to figure out a way to, after the climax scene is done with, or after the climax part of the movie is done with, 
you need to conclude your movie with whatever message or whatever it is, the lesson that you want the audience to take away from. So, for example, you may have a lesson that says treat others the way you want to be treated, which I believe is one of the things that Scripture has. It may not be specific to Christianity, but I'm pretty sure other religions have something similar too. If that is the case, mold all your characters and your story around it. And your characters need to be overarching, meaning they have to have a character arc. Again, meaning these characters need to change at the end of the movie. They need to have undergone some sort of a metamorphosis at the end of the movie. Because it's no use when you have a character that doesn't change, that stays consistent, not that it's a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either because you want your characters to change and both critics and audiences alike will be looking for the character arc. Guess what it's called when a character doesn't change? Critics will call such characters as being flat, uninteresting, and one-dimensional. That will be the criticism that critics give to most movies when it comes to characters. You also don't want your storylines to be predictable. You do not want your audience to be ahead of you. You want to take your audience for the ride. You want your audience to care for your characters. Any one of those characters will do. You want your audience to vouch for the character. You want your audience to worry for the character. You want to make sure that your audience is at the edge of their seat to want to find out what happens next to the character that they have vouched for. And that is key. Rather, that's also the key behind the core message or the core lesson that you want to put in the faith-based movie. You also don't want any of your characters to come out and declare their beliefs. You want said beliefs of said characters to be shown through what they do in the film. So, for example, instead of the character saying, I believe in kindness or I believe in serving other people and blah, blah, blah. Show it. Show your character's kindness. 
show how said character is treating other characters. It's also part of the treat others the way you want to be treated type message, which is also a good place to start. Now, that's as far as fate-based movies are concerned. What I am going to do, though, is after the break, I am going to give a few examples. I'm going to go through a few examples of some shitty movies that didn't age any well than any other religion-based movie or any faith-based movie. They did not age well, is what I'm trying to get at. So, let's go to the break right now and see what happens. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters, and then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the Screenwriting U courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry, and you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's screenwriting you with a capital U dot com. Welcome back. Now, before the break, I was talking to you about what you need to put in a fake-based movie. Now, what elements you need to put. One is the core message or the core lesson you want to teach whether or not this is based on your own personal experiences or whatever it is that you found interesting the scripture has taught you. Now, I'm going to go over a few examples of shitty religion-based movies or faith-based movies that have gone down the crapper. That have received a lot of criticism and not the good kind and they did not age well. A couple of these movies are actually, it's a franchise of a couple of these movies called the God's Not Dead franchise. And why do I bring that up? The simple story here is You see, in God's Not Dead, both 1 and 2, the basic crux of the story is here you have a good Christian, the protagonist, going up against a non-believer, which is a bad guy, our antagonist, and how the antagonist doing everything in their power to either discredit or to quite frankly, destroy. Not literally, of course, but destroy our main character, a Christian. Now, it wasn't too bad in the first movie, you know, where you had all these characters 
you know, one woman had cancer and and another it was like an Asian character who was coming to terms with fate. Like he was slowly starting to begin to believe in God. But there was also a member of the Duck Dynasty in there. Now, if you have not watched Duck Dynasty, it's actually a reality show based on the, quite frankly, I don't know, look, the, um, what you call Phil McPherson family? And um, basically, there was one guy, Willie, who guest started it, talking about God. Honestly, that was kind of preachy. But in the first movie, the protagonist, in the climax, that was probably the most interesting bit, where... They go on head-to-head, arguing about the existence of God. And in the first movie, our antagonist kind of has a come-to-Jesus moment, moment. And, yeah, kind of passes on. It's a little worse in the second movie there, folks, because here we have a protagonist in God's Not Dead 2, who was sued, literally, for using the word Jesus in the classroom. So basically, the entire movie, or the majority of the movie, has a court case. It's a courtroom drama, to be quite honest. And... We have the lawyer arguing for her, and we have these witnesses trying to prove God's existence. I put that in air quotes. And we also have this atheist fellow trying to destroy her. And his famous line was, we're going to prove once and for all that God is dead. Yeah, like I'm literally Delivering that line, the way he said it, the way this character said it. And when you do shit like that, you've really destroyed your movie. And also the protagonists did not change. There was no character art. Again, there was no character art the first one as well, but both these movies weren't good. And they ended up, the scene kind of ended up saying, the movies ended up saying, God's not dead. Which is practically shitty. Now, what I really have to say is, you know, if you're going to do this, do it right. There was no character arc 
with the two characters, with the two protagonists in both movies. So that was the common thing. Now moving on to Hollywood, and like, it's not like Hollywood and Bollywood aren't without sin here, pun intended, because they made faith-based movies based on the Hindu religion, and they're not really good. For example, I'll give you a general idea of what these movies encompass. Basically, you have a protagonist, a helpless protagonist, dealing with an antagonist, really a demonic bad guy. Doesn't necessarily have to be a demon, a supernatural demon, but a demonic type antagonist can sometimes be a human. But at the end the god that this protagonist invokes comes down, saves the day, and they all live happily ever after. See, it was that predictable. And that's not the worst part. When you have movies where you have a female lead, helpless female lead, looking up to a god... I, in this case, a goddess, to come and save her from being violated, then there's no change. Again, characters here did not change one bit. You have to rely on somebody higher to come and save you, and you still go on with your daily business. And the way this goes is that this bad guy who violated the female lead invokes the goddess, and it actually takes a goddess to destroy this antagonist, even a human antagonist. It actually takes a god to do this. Not a human, but a god. So that's everything wrong with faith-based movies. Now, I would not recommend any of them to watch, but I hope I've given you some tools on how to shape a faith-based movie if that's what you want to do. Focus on the message. Focus on the lesson that Scripture has to teach you. Mold your story, your characters, and your entire movie based on the message or based on the lesson that you want to teach and based on that, you need to conclude your movie by telling the others the audience what the message or the lesson is. Don't just have the character say it, just show it. That lesson or message has to resonate. So, with that being said, this 
It's Jared Dean Winchester. You have been listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude. I post two episodes, hence the bi-weekly part, per month. So, as always, thank you for listening. And until I see you again, or rather talk to you again, Don't forget to turn that page.